What does it mean to be invincible? Well, it simply means you can't be subdued, you can't be overcome, and you definitely can't be conquered. To be resilient, courageous, strategic, and skilled in everything that's thrown at you in life. I'm Sharon Pakir, and I'd like to welcome you to the Invincible Podcast, where we discover the mastery of skills for work and life, mindset grows for ultimate strength, and listen to the inspiring voices of some amazing humans who have been invincible in their own way. Are you ready to get invincible? Let's do this. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Invincible, the podcast. It is me, Sharon Bakir, with another solo episode. You will remember that two episodes ago, I started taking you through the Invincible Blueprint, my ultimate program for life skills, upskilling, coaching, and growth and development. It's a blueprint that applies to absolutely every human being seeking a better life, seeking a better lifestyle, and seeking to improve the way we relate and connect with almost every part of our being and existence. Now, two episodes ago, I focused on the first two parts of the Invincible Blueprint, which was self-discovery and sense of self. In last week's episode, we went over self-mastery and community and connection, the next two parts that are integral to our life lived well or life by design. And today we're going to go through the last two modules of the Invincible Blueprint. Now, why did I design the Invincible Blueprint? I realized that in the last two episodes, I didn't actually tell you why. I designed the Invincible Blueprint because I realized that over the last 11 years of coaching thousands of human beings to get the best out of themselves, through helping them level up in learning various skills, areas of professional development, areas of personal development, it always came down to one important thing, which is our sense of self, who we are, and our life that we've designed. Life skills. Core life skills that we didn't learn as children. Core life skills that would change the way we view almost every part of our environment, community, existence, and being. Core life skills that would help us tap into our inner strength and power, rather than relying on all the self-development books and professional development trainings to make ourselves feel better and feel more achieved. I realized that I was coaching people who were in very senior positions, very highly achieved people, very type A ambitious human beings, all very smart people who had done really, really well in their career or perhaps were struggling to find their way along a career despite their smarts. And the one thing I see in common all the time is that it's not like we haven't had enough experience and it's not that we haven't achieved enough and it's not like we haven't kicked our goals. It's usually more of a case that we've lacked the fundamental life attitude and growth mindset, but also self-discovery, sense of self, and mastery that comes along with actually feeling fulfilled in our life. And so every time I started coaching in a program or with a human being that was desiring growth, I realized it came back to this, the life skills, the ultimate life skills. And that's why I designed the Invincible Life Academy, my six-month coaching program starting in just under a month now, actually. But it's also why I designed the Invincible Blueprint, so that all of us could have a guide to all the things that we probably should have learned in school, but didn't. Now, in the last two episodes, I took you through the first four modules of the Invincible Blueprint for the Life Academy. We started with self-discovery, then we went on to sense of self, then we went into self-mastery, and then we went into community and connection. In today's episode, I'm going to take you home with the last two modules of the Invincible Life Academy modules, which are boundaries, and then how to take it forward and live powerfully for the rest of your life. You'll have noticed that the first three modules, self-discovery, sense of self, and self-mastery, are really centered on who we are and takes a deep dive into what we can be if we just allow ourselves to connect within to our own heart and soul. 
From module four onwards, we started focusing on the environment around us, the community around us, and how we connect and relate to what's surrounding us. So last week, we talked about community and connection. And today, I'm going to take you through the next part of that, which is boundaries. Now, if you've been a long-time listener, you know I have many episodes about boundaries, and I think they are one of the cornerstones to life that, oh, I wish someone had just helped me understand earlier in my life. I don't know about you. But boundaries are super important in the Life Academy and in any kind of coaching we do because everything we do is affected by the rules of engagement we have for those around us and the environments we are in. In situations, people, culture, environment, how we relate to those things as well as how we sit within them, as well as the boundary line that we place between us and them, it's paramount, important, imperative. Learning how to detach, when to detach, why to detach from certain emotions, feelings, reactions, and responses, detaching from those that have opinions and critique and judgment around us, and then actually executing the boundary setting, understanding how to set boundaries and the toolkit and communication skills that you need to acquire in order to set boundaries gracefully, graciously, but firmly. This is actually the basis for personal leadership so that we can learn to live our life on our terms and not feel like we have to be beholden to the parameters that are set by other people. Now, I don't really like having quotes or platitudes for boundaries because everyone's obviously in a unique position and everyone has different levels of comfort with boundaries, right? But I will say that to define what boundaries actually means, it's let's go down to the simplest definition, which is a boundary is a line which marks a limit or an end, just like the periphery of your property, just like the line in the sand you draw between you and someone else, just like the distance in which you stand between someone and you know if you cross something, you walk into their personal space. A boundary is literally where you end. It defines your limits, where you're willing to go to the edge of and with the perimeter that you don't want people to come through. Now, I actually have a bunch of assessment criteria that I use to assess whether or not we need to work on our boundaries and which boundaries we need to work on. So if you've ever found yourself in drama or difficulties or some kind of strange toxic patterns in your relationships, if we found ourselves feeling like decision-making feels tough or like we don't know right or wrong or we need to get people's input in order to make a decision or say yes or no, if we found ourselves being people-pleasers Or if we have guilt or anxiety around really mundane everyday things, such as taking time out for yourself or having a rest or saying no to someone because you just can't make it. If you feel guilt and anxiety around those things, definitely a boundary line needs to be drawn. But there's also other assessment criteria like life fatigue, because we shouldn't really feel that tired all the time every day. Of course, it's not really fair to tell you this in the middle of a global pandemic, but I mean, we're all fatigued at the moment. But The life fatigue piece is one that I feel like even in the middle of difficulty, we shouldn't really feel like we have absolutely nothing in the tank night after night after night as we put ourselves to bed. So life fatigue is usually a pretty good symptom that we need boundaries too. There's also oversharing or the feeling the need to overexplain ourselves. If we find ourselves constantly annoyed by the actions of others, we need to learn some serious boundary skills there. If we feel like we invite or somehow enable a lack of respect towards us, If we sit in power struggles and we wonder why it is we feel so destabilized by the actions, opinions, and thoughts of others. If we are lacking in clear identity for ourselves, and remember we covered off in self-definition, but sometimes it's a bit of a lifelong journey, that self-discovery piece, rather than a, oh, I know myself now, it's just the way it is forever. (laughs) 
And lastly, if we face a fear of rejection or a fear of judgment from other people, all of these assessment criteria is what I use to decide or understand where a client needs to understand where a client needs to harness the use of boundaries, really learn to effectively implement them, and to arm themselves with toolkits and linguistic skills that can help them feel more elegant in the process of drawing boundary lines. Now, usually what happens when we talk about boundaries is we assess where we need boundaries and identify the issues. And then we jump straight into the toolkits. You know, this is how you set boundaries. This is the language you use. This is how you say no. And I really disagree with that methodology because I believe that we first have to understand the different kinds of boundaries and then identify our personal gaps within those categories of boundaries. So I'm just going to take you through quickly what we go through in the Life Academy over a month with boundaries, right? First, we start with emotional boundaries, with boundaries helping us understand who we are. So detanglement and detachment from feelings, situations, and reactions and responses. Understanding how to truly live by our values as defined by yourself, not someone else. And lived out in our daily actions without fear of reproachment or judgment. Emotional boundaries also include self-awareness, but decoupling our self-definition from ego. And there's a whole week of work that's actually dedicated to this, right? Understanding who we are but having perspective about who we are as well, having an ability to reframe our self-definition, understanding our time and energy resources and how we want to expend them and who we want to spend our time and energy on. And lastly, in emotional boundaries, we think about self-definition, but not in the same way that we talked about it in the first module, but more in an acceptance and respect mode. What do we need to accept ourselves so that we can draw effective boundaries? What do we need to accept in other people so we can draw effective boundaries and choose not to partake or connect with them? What do we need to accept about a situation so that we can draw a boundary with where our emotions are going to run into in terms of thinking about it or letting our anxiety run free? Now, if we get centered on our emotional boundaries first, then it becomes very easy to move to the next layer of boundaries, which is slightly more superficial and not as deep. And this is what I call our physical boundaries. Now, I don't think of physical boundaries like bodily boundaries, which is, I think, what we normally use the term physical boundaries for. But I personally use this term to differentiate between emotional boundaries and boundaries that are the recognition of our personal space. Meaning, do we know the plan for our life? Do we have an operational plan for ourselves? Do we know how we like to operate on a day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month? Do we know our plans so well that no one else can make our plans for us? Because that's a big one with boundary setting, right? We always find our plans being encroached upon or distracted from or waylaid. Do we know how to make our plans and understand our plans and execute our plans so other people don't make them for us? Physical boundaries for me are all about taking action in the operations of our life. And so it's also about how we use our resources because as with any operational plan, we need a resource plan or a budget. So in physical boundaries, we learn how to define our resource expenditure or budget, time, money, our stuff, our energy, our heart and soul. That's all part of the resources that come along with being a human. And guess what? We get to decide how we spend it before other people come asking for it. The third part of physical boundaries is when we talk about our willingness to sacrifice, right? What does sacrifice mean to you? How often can you sacrifice without feeling completely depleted? What's worth sacrificing and for what causes? And what is your limit to sacrifice? Those are really important things to define before someone else comes and takes advantage of your ability to sacrifice yourself or your willingness to sacrifice yourself. 
And lastly, in physical boundaries, it's understanding our long-term vision, but also the project plan for our long-term vision so that you stay the course and don't get pulled off course by other people's visions, ideas, or distraction. Physical boundaries, in short, describes the how of life by design as decided and planned out by you and as actioned and executed by you. In other words, physical boundaries help us remember that it's your story, your legacy you need to live out, and you can only let interruptions and distractions happen when you want them to happen and when you want to allow them to. And the last thing we think about before exploring toolkits is the most superficial layer of boundaries, which is actually the most commonly talked about layer of boundaries. Relational boundaries, right? It's vital to set standards for what we allow in our life. And so relational boundaries involves choosing our connections and energy exchanges. And in the program, in the Life Academy, I actually take us through how we choose connections and how we understand the relationships we have and the various networks we have and where there's friction and where there's flow and where we can assess patterns that we have in our life with people. Whether we are aligned with people who share values with us and who have the same vision, mission, purpose. How to be picky? How to be pickier? Because I think we could all stand to be a bit pickier when choosing our friends, to be honest. (laughs) The second part of relational boundaries is deciding on our ripple effect. How do we want to impact people? How do we not want to impact people? The rules of engagement, which you've heard me talk about in previous podcast episodes. What kind of interactions we want to have in our life. How we handle conflict management. How we detach from conflict and confrontation if necessary. And lastly, in relational boundaries, we talk about responses and communication. And now, finally, in responses and communication, we talk about the toolkits and the communication skills that we need to set boundaries graciously, gracefully, and elegantly. The thing about language toolkits and language transformation and the formula I use for setting gracious and graceful boundaries is to remember that they are just toolkits. And that's why in the Life Academy, I provide everyone with a huge range of toolkits and language skills and an ultimate formula to set boundaries in a beautiful way without feeling like you're losing some kind of sense of self-worth just in the process of saying no to someone. The boundaries module in the Invincible Life Academy is actually the most potent one. Whilst it's towards the end of the academy, it's in month five of a six-month course, it's actually the one where people have the most light bulb moments. People tend to sit and think, wow, I can really apply this to every single aspect of my life, but it's also the most confronting one. And that's why it's later on in the course, after we've done all the work into self-awareness, self-analysis, and done a deep dive into what we really want out of our relationships and networks in the community and connection piece. And with that, we come to the last module in the Invincible Life Academy, which is Living Powerfully. This is the final month, month six of the Life Academy. And and the reason it exists is because it's one thing to learn all these skill sets, right? It's one thing to say, oh, yes, I did the self-discovery piece and I know who I am and sense of self. So I have self-esteem and I understand how to make a life by design and I have self-mastery, which means I understand how to motivate myself and build out environments where I can thrive in. And I, I... dived into community and connection, which means I understand how to really strategically pick friendships and relationships that help me be the best version of myself and where I can contribute so they can be the best versions of themselves. And learning boundary setting. It's one thing to learn all these skill sets, but application is everything. What I mean by the Living Powerfully module is that it entails living authentically with resilience and a very strong mindset. Remember, I always say this, right? Invincibility is not that you can, you know, just handle everything that's thrown at you. 
but to believe that you can handle everything that's thrown at you. Because I can tell you, as someone who has survived huge, huge medical issues and nearly dying, that sometimes you can't handle bodily and physically everything that gets thrown at you. Sometimes you get ravaged by life and situations and trauma. But what you can have is your mindset and your heart and soul be so resilient that it encourages your body every day to rise to the challenge. And this is living powerfully. This is what living invincibly means. We must also acknowledge the dangers of burnout and mitigate the factors that lead to it. I feel like this is something we don't talk about enough in personal and professional development because burnout is common and it happens. And I know that after one and a half years of pandemic, so many of us feel burnt out. And I have personally been at rock bottom and I want to show you the way out of burnout. I want to show you a better way of living and a better way of dealing with the times when we feel so weak and broken that we just don't feel like we can go on anymore. Life by design is living our own success and it's living powerfully. In this module, we talk first about authenticity and personal leadership. We spend a whole week covering that. And in the authenticity piece, we talk about how it's not just knowing yourself, but also the actions every single day that you take. That's authenticity. When your actions, your values, and your head, heart, and soul all line up with each other, and it feels effortless to be authentically you. It feels effortless for other people to understand who you are because you are who you say you are and you just can't help but be yourself. And so you exude a very consistent energy to those around us and our professional and personal image will thrive because of this. I always talk about likability and authenticity going hand in hand. A lot of people are very likable in the short term, but we figure out that they're inauthentic and we lose interest in them or we lose trust and faith in them. The whole thing about living powerfully is that you become likable, magnetic, connected and wise beyond your years in the long term. People don't lose faith in you and lose trust in you because you're living so authentically every single day and completely consistently, and it feels effortless. And this is true personal leadership because personal leadership is where people trust you and people see you as a leader even though you're not in a position of leadership. And it starts with authenticity. The second module in the Living Powerfully piece is resilience and mindset. And this is something that I feel very, very strongly about because I used to be a resilience coach before bad things happened to me. And then a whole bunch of really, really bad things happened to me. And guess what? It turns out that all the resilience and mindset tools that I already had really helped me out of the hole I was in. But I also learned a few more along the way, really acute skills that I would never have learned theory, theorizing about what resilience and mindset really meant. I had to live it in order to learn it. I don't want you to have to live great tragedy and trauma in order to learn it. Resilience and mindset, absolutely there's frameworks and structures and techniques that can help us out of things so much better than if we're just trying to swim our way through the depths of despair. We also cover a whole week on avoiding burnout and self-advocacy. They go hand in hand. Self-advocacy means speaking up for yourself and advocating for the right outcome for yourself. And avoiding burnout actually goes hand in hand with that because when we don't advocate for ourselves in the long term, it usually leads to burnout. Even if on the surface, we are highly achieved and successful human beings. It can feel sometimes like we are not living up to our potential. Avoiding burnout is actually a really huge thing. I actually work with a bunch of clients on avoiding burnout. It's actually a skill. It's a skill that they never taught us in school. We only ever got taught to say yes and to do more and to take on more and to achieve. We never really got taught to avoid burnout on the way there. And so to be a highly successful person, 
a really, really essential skill for us to learn is that of avoiding burnout. And I provide all these frameworks and structures in order for us to constantly assess where we are on the burnout scale, how close we are to it, and how to self-soothe when we are going through it. And lastly, the last module of the Invincible Life Academy in the Invincible Blueprint is our success pillars. Because the thing about long-term living, and I say long-term living because obviously for a while there, I didn't think I was going to be living in the long term. But the thing about long-term living is that we need to define our success pillars. We cannot possibly go through life playing the hungry hippo game of chasing goals and chasing achievements. We must seek success on our terms, but first we must define it. And it's only through going through the entire process of the six-month academy that you will have so much self-trust, so much self-esteem, understand what makes you feel powerful, understand what your superpowers are and your, the way that you want to live your life and the legacy you'd like to live. And then you can define the success pillars because you've spent five and a half months diving so deep into everything you know about life that you will emerge knowing what to do with the life you have going forward. I am so excited that we have completed the six modules of the Invincible Blueprint right here for you. And I feel, I honestly feel like I hope that listening to the last three episodes of this podcast has helped you so much in a self-coaching way. Because even if you never come along to the Invincible Life Academy, you never become a client of mine, I want all of this content to be the stuff that really makes you think, that makes you have light bulb moments. Because I know when I first learned them all, it made me transcend, it made me transform, and it gave me things to really work towards and think about. I hope that the last three episodes has given you a really good insight into what it takes to feel powerful in our daily life. I mean, we've had, you know, dozens of episodes of this podcast, but we have never actually dived into the one big framework that helps you feel invincible. And since invincible is the name of the podcast, I thought it was fairly important we come in here and do just that. And so thank you for listening in this last month. Today's episode actually marks a really exciting milestone for this podcast, 7,000 downloads. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being part of it. Remember to leave me a review if you think it's a great podcast. Remember to reach out to me on Instagram or take a screenshot of your screen right now and tag me and let me know you're listening in and let me know what you loved about this episode or any episode you love. I've loved being here and we're going to continue making lots and lots of great content for you. But for now, if the last three episodes really spoke to you, if you feel like, gosh, I really need some of this Sharon energy in my life every single week and more than just the podcast, I really want to be in a community of people who are growing every single week and transforming into the best possible versions of themselves. I'm really sick of this pandemic burnout and life fatigue, and I really need something to energize me, to motivate me, and I need something to take me out of this rut then come along, direct message me, inbox me, email me, come along to my website and check out the Invincible Life Academy. We start in just three weeks. And I can honestly tell you that should you choose to enroll for the Invincible Life Academy, that your life will change. This, I promise you, it is a guarantee of mine. And I know because I've done it and I know because I've helped so many people do it too. So with that being said, I'm going to sign off from today's episode. Thank you so much for listening in, and I hope you've loved it. Next week, I'm going to give you some really cool insights into the coaching process and what growth and momentum actually mean for the person trying to up-level, and I hope you enjoyed that one too. But for now, thank you so much for being here, and go check out the Invincible Life Academy. I promise you're not going to regret it. We still have the early bird on too, which means discounts. See you next week, folks. Bye. Ready to up-level in every part of your life? 
the Invincible Life Academy, my six-month signature program designed to help every human being live powerfully, bravely, courageously in all aspects of their life, is about to open its doors. We will kick off the program on the 20th of September, and in the next few weeks, you will hear more and more about the Invincible Life Academy and how it can transform your life. Maybe you like the sound of it, maybe you don't. If you do want to hear more about it, simply hop into any of my social media channels or jump on my mailing list on my website, www.sharonpakir.com for more information. I can't wait to see you there if you feel called. See you next time.